So Anna, I hear that originally you started co-hosting this podcast with me because you wanted to host the podcast yourself. <laughs> That's how I'm going to start dealing with all of our little <laughs> fights now. I'm just going to respond. <laughs> Whenever you accuse me of something, uh, I'm just going to respond with that. And uh, you're going to laugh and we're going to forget about the fight. Shout out to Morgan, uh, who sent us an amazing Connor C. Noise TikTok. Yes. Was that the one we tweeted out? We yes. Tweeted out? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So check out our Twitter. It's Remix. We don't do the TikToks, gang. I don't understand how it works. I do. Oh, you I mean, do, I don't on do it? them, but I, I watch them. Okay. I'm on. I okay. have the app. You're on the TikToks. I'm on yeah. the tick. I'm on the talk. <laughs> You're ticking and a talking all over the place. Uh, I would like to shift my allegiance to Connor C. Now that he's made that funny noise. Yes. So, because you're kind of, well, first of all, did we hear a word from Connor B this whole He made time? that like one weird comment about Thomas that like didn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's trying so hard to stay relevant. I would say that maybe he was a little catty about Thomas. Mm, he's a try hard. <laughs> he's so uchi. Connor is B's a major, major chugster. <laughs> he's so chuggy. He's so chuggy. God, I hate chugsters. Um, all right, you got it. I think you had another shout out for us. Uh, shout out to Kelly via Instagram, guys. Ooh. We are on the gram. Uh, sometimes we forget to check our DMs for months. Blake has been sliding into our DMs talking about how bold we are. Yeah, we've been ignoring him. Yeah, we've been ignoring him. <laughs> uh, but Kelly sent me a DM via Instagram that informed me that who I was thinking of was Brad Renfro, and she was correct. You mean the actor that died? The actor that died that reminded me of some guy who I'm pretty sure has been cut. <laughs> But you it know, was right on the tip of my tongue. The real conspiracy is that that guy is Brad Renfro. He's still alive and he's nope. back on that's TV. A, that joke is in poor taste. <laughs> that is Brad Renfro is definitely dead. That's inappropriate. Um, all right. Well, I have a shout out of my own. Wonderful. Okay. So uh, Boonter Doggy left us an updated review. Uh, yeah. Boonter Doggy on the show. They were calling them what dune, dune buggies yeah yeah little dune buggy in the sand boonter doggy told us we can only go was... off of what they call it <laughs> if katie says i flipped this dune buggy it almost died we have to refer to it yeah. as a dune buggy we have to yeah boonter doggy said <laughs> that it was a uh, utv which maybe is the same thing that's the i don't know could be the same thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, we are going to call it a dune buggy because that's what Katie and Michael called it. Um, and then also shout out to Oceanside, California, where Adriana lives. We forgot to shout Whoa. out the town. I know, Oceanside. Ooh, I'm so Home cool. of, what was that, 90s band? Yellow, yellow card? Is that a thing? Uh, maybe. I was thinking, is that the California Dreams band? I was thinking that this nope, is where the California Dreams. Nope, California Dreams. <laughs> I was thinking maybe this is where the California Dreams gang hangs out. Well, it sounds like a place where there's a lot of surf dudes with attitudes. <laughs> Yellow card. That's what I'm thinking of, that's right? That's a band? What did they sing? Ocean Avenue. Okay. Sing us a little bit. Uh, I can't. Oh, this is interesting. I thought that they were... So they were based in Los Angeles beginning in 2000, but they formed in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, How about that? That is interesting. People also ask, what happened to Yellow Card? 
<laughs> what did happen? Here's today? what happened. They're playing the entire 2016 Vans Warped Tour. Ooh. I feel like they had one song that, I mean, I guess it was Ocean Avenue. Okay, we'll pop a little bit of that yeah. bad boy in. For those of us who don't remember Yellow Card as well as you do. Maybe those of us who, unlike you, did not follow them around during the Vans Warped Tour. I was tour. super cool. I, guys, I was way into ska in high school. Weren't we all? Yeah. Has anyone ever heard of the band Jimmy Eat World? <laughs> <laughs> They're so underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just capture what I'm feeling. You know what? I liked them before they were popular. Yeah, good for you. I did not know them before they were popular. Well. So I can't claim to Well. That. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, uh, speaking of things that are unpopular... Thomas. Let's talk about Thomas. <laughs> so, do we, we don't need to do a, nu- what's the number thing? You're going to shout out somebody's hometown? No, I shouted out Oceanside. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what that town. was. Shout out. Yeah, that oh, was it. Oh, okay. That it was happened. it. That was the whole thing. It was my pretty bad. anticlimactic. My bad. Um, yeah, so here's my thing. Almost the entirety of this episode mm-hmm. is a, stupid. Is a, well, it's stupid. Because it's about Thomas saying that he kind of sort of wanted to be The Bachelor. Which is all of them. Right. Like, they are, they are lying their asses off if any of them are saying that they didn't go in there. At least considering the possibility that you could end up The Bachelor if you don't get, if you don't get chosen. No, Katie can say with a hundred percent. Oh yeah, sure. Suck a dick. That there are guys there that have zero percent. That's a bullshit. And if it is them, it's just because it's like Brendan who's like, I know I'm not The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm not going to be able to do it. It's Michael, and he's like, I just don't have the face for it. I'm a virgin who can't drive. Like we already did the virgin bachelor, Michael. Oh, I was, Sorry, I was thinking of the other Michael, but yeah, that Michael. both of them, so both Mike, those Michaels, yeah. yeah, can do it. Um, yeah, and I mean, this is skipping forward, but the guys lie uh, because they there's like some. I'm gonna try to find in my notes, okay. but there's a moment when they lie to Katie about what he said in terms of like wanting to be the bachelor and what he really said is just that he considered it as a possibility correct which would be all of them again and also it's katie right well and like even your friends would be like hey you think maybe if it doesn't work out like you could be the bachelor like i'm sure everybody has that in their mind of course form of fashion but you're right well there's also we'll get to this in much more detail than it deserves but so trey and andrew have that big thing where andrew's like trey don't tell her and trey tells her and then once katie comes back in all the guys start piling on and they're like oh yeah tom is definitely right after she's like i really appreciate this and like no shit of course you do because you were always doing that to the other girls (laughs) on matt season I feel I 100% agreed with Andrew that they should have just yes. kept their mouth shut. But big fucking surprise that Katie just eats it up that they're like completely throwing Thomas under the bus because that is what she did. So um, Andrew was actually very much the British voice of reason here. Well, we'll deal look, with that. The only thing minutes. I don't like about Andrew is that he's still keeping up with that <laughs> accent. 
It's a tired bit. You, you got to drop it. It's played. You did it as your intro. We got, I didn't even like it that much then, but right. I was willing to throw you a bone. Please drop it because beyond that, like, I fucking love this dude. Yeah. Well, um, and Connor B, who's cat costume thing went over like hotcakes Uh-oh, our netflix account is locked because our payment was denied uh-oh well what are we gonna do now how am i gonna watch bunheads <laughs> that is what you how is by bunheads? the way guys 10 out of 10 super sad that it never made it off the ground oh, fucking love it it's great what it's is from it, like gymnasts? 2014 yeah it's gymnasts that's why it's called bunheads well i don't know what they i guess gymnasts wear buns they might too wear a bun. <laughs> oh fuck you it's not gymnasts <laughs> what an idiot oh, fuck yourself what an idiot <laughs> it's um, about people that work at a burger place i had to really into it guys i played a tennis match tonight and i had to get mad at my partner not jake jake's a doll yeah. i had to play with this other guy who made a really sarcastic comment at a key point in the match directed at me, and I did not care for that. That does not go over And I well. feel like I might need to put a mirror up and... <laughs> you know, if there were a... If you were the bachelorette, that's what the guys would be saying. It's like, you know she's not going to put up with that man. You know she's going <laughs> yeah. those sarcastic comments. Don't make her angry. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to pay if you make her angry. <laughs> Um, ruin the whole group date yeah i love it's like gilmore girls if it were about ballet dancers about but set in california okay. it's not about gymnasts <laughs> there are no gymnasts in it do you remember that weird jeff bridges movie about gymnasts where no. you're like jeff bridges what are you doing in here was it that movie that uh i made fun of you about before we were even dating probably yeah it was called like uh, not sidekicks, but something. It's like not that. called sidekicks, yeah. but it had some name like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Split. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that M Night Shyamalan movie. Herky. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like we need to jump in from the chronological yeah. get go, yeah. right? So, random observation. Sure. It does not appear that they give them a whole lot at this. Uh, this resort but man they load them up with the weights like here's all the exercise equipment i could be in such good shape if i went on this show (laughs) either this or prison would get you in great shape i'd take either (laughs) but did you notice that there's just like workout equipment as far yeah it's like we're at the damn ymca And Courtney was doing like a one arm raise with like a 12 pound weight. I am intrigued by Courtney. Me too. I can't quite put my finger on it. Why is your name start with a Q? I was going to say I have a whole lot of Qs without a whole lot of I've got a whole, yeah. The Q stands for Courtney and question. Uh, Yeah, I... uh, I don't dislike. I feel like Courtney might be growing on me a little bit. He might be growing on me too. Well, also just like I don't know him. He has the longer he sticks around, when she sort of cuts these guys who stand out. For I mean, let me tell you, I feel like I don't know. Not, I'm more than half of these guys. We're still- like literally in that episode, I feel like every other scene, I had to be like, "Who's this?" Yeah, no, we saw a bunch of guys who either got cut or, or I were- swear to God, yeah. look, all right. A plus idea. Okay. One season, they just need to like consistently sneak <laughs> new people in and see how long it takes see the if viewers. I feel yeah. like it would be like 
it would have to get down to the final four before I would right. be like, who's this again? Right, what's going on? Yeah, how long has this guy been here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I actually think that would work, and it would, like, start, you know, internet sleuthing and that kind of thing. Yep. Get a whole participatory culture Who doesn't on. love I internet like sleuthing? You know what? But this show just really needs that kind of shake-up. Yeah, shake it up. All right, so the guys um, are bitching about Thomas. They say that you don't go from wanting to be the Bachelor to falling in love with the Bachelorette in three weeks, which I said is quite interesting because literally I feel like between these seasons, sometimes it's like three, four weeks after you go from being in love with the final, with the lead to learning that you're the next Bachelor or Bachelorette Uh to filming. Right. So they can all screw off. Right, well, and also... You don't go from not knowing a woman to being in love with her in three weeks. I'm like, what is the difference? It's absurd. Yeah, that's preposterous. Courtney says that he thought Thomas was a good dude, but really, he's just a good talker. (laughs) And he uses the ditch metaphor again. They're all about that ditch metaphor. He does, Courtney says, you kind of dug this ditch. Yep. And Courtney's out of shovels. (laughs) Uh, so the date card says for the group date, be daring in the name of love. Um, Katie says she's looking to see who has a good sense of humor. And, and then she's like, I've brought a couple of friends to help me out. And we talked about this. It struck me as weird because we're like, hmm. Who's it going to be? Right. Is it going to be Claire? Is it going to be Becca Kufrin? Right. It could be like women from her season. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's right. Is it the escort? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> She's a fun gal. <laughs> um, It's Caitlin and Tasha. That's yeah. not your friends. Those are the hosts right. of the show. They may also be your friends, but it's like they are the hosts we expect. Exactly. Them to be Nobody's there. ever like, I brought a friend along. It's Chris Harrison. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, and also later when... Your role is your role. When Katie gets a knock on the door, she's like, I opened it. And Tasha was literally the last person the last I expected person. to see. Like, really, like, what if it was the Dalai Lama? Would that be less expected? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was Brad Renfro? <laughs> <laughs> now that would be With unexpected. Elise. <laughs> We're We've come you from together. beyond the grave. <laughs> Warning, a dire warning. Um, my thing with this, and again, like, are you a host? Are you a friend? Mm-hmm. Chris Harrison isn't ever going to be like, hey, so-and-so slid into my DMs, and I thought it would make a good, like... Right, or Harrison's not going to watch with binoculars no. as the men say outrageous He might. I mean, I feel like Harrison got a little goofy when they were at the La Quinta. That's like, he true. was. Like, he was a little loopy. Yeah. Well, he just got back from taking his son to college and he was in full on party mode. Um, but he for sure isn't going to be like, hey, my friend Heather DM'd me. <laughs> um, she's kind of Mormon, but we're not sure. <laughs> we were hanging out. BT yeah. dubs, she hasn't kissed anyone. <laughs> she um, has now. I like, I like a, a show where we all know what our role is. A clearly defined role. Clearly defined role. Yeah. They're feeling it out. I think I they'll mean, figure it out. They'll right, figure it. Well, and part of right. it is just, I think we know what their roles are. They are the host slash confidant, but they just have to refer to them consistently. If you're right. going to be a host, you need to have some pride for yourself. And you can't be dicking around with the lead and wearing binoculars. Sure you Acting can. goofy. Nope. It's a good Mm-mm. time. No, I don't no, like you, that. You can I am it. not here for this freewheeling. <laughs> Back in my day, The Bachelor had rules and mm-hmm. order. It had some dignity. It used to mean something. Some, some, it had some racist dignity. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine with it. I, I, uh 
I don't. I just feel like it's a little loosey goosey right now. <laughs> There's no one in charge. No one's at the helm. I will say again, it feels like that movie where the kids get sent to camp and there's no grown ups there. <laughs> well, and then you see it when later when Katie is crying to someone. Right. And they it's hug the pro- her. It's like the producer. producers are having to step in right. and be like, we got this, guys. Yeah, hear this random producer, you go be in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like who knows where Tasha and Caitlin are probably all (laughs) fucking drunk or oh just drinking yeah Yeah. who knows well where were they why is she having a lean on a producer I don't know they've got stuff to do they don't have what do they have to do they're out in the desert they're getting Tiffany twisted (laughs) (laughs) their mind had Mercedes bent at that point is that that line she's got the Mercedes bent is that a play on words? Like when you get the bins when you're scuba diving? Uh, it's some kind of play on words. I don't know if it's a bend. <laughs> I thought it just meant like her mind is bent. I th- she got the Mercedes Benz. Tell you what, Caitlin and Tasha have a bunch of pretty, pretty boys that they call friends. <laughs> and that's where they were. Um. So yeah, there's some confusion about what the hosts are supposed to do, but I'm I'm happy with these new rules. Let's let them define themselves. All right. It's gonna it'll develop. It'll, right. it'll You're gonna pay in. for it. Oh, I'll pay. I hope you enjoy it now because uh, when somebody's got to pay the piper. Yeah, and nobody's in That's charge. That's right. Everybody when Lil John is there, it's just <laughs> everybody dies from some sort of gastrointestinal di- intestinal disease. All right, back okay. to the show. So, so they're yeah, they're playing truth or dare. Yeah. So can I say, Katie is like today. I want to see who will be crazy. Who will take a dare? I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but it's all things that like. Do you actually want this in a husband? Like, I want to see who. Will I just eat a need hot to see who's going to eat me. a whole plate of Twinkies. <laughs> These are qualities that I hold really that's, dear. That's how I'll know the right man. I get the gist that's of it is like you know who's going to roll with the punches and have fun. But it's like the way she phrased it was really like specifically things it's like i don't know if this is actually what you want well also can i say that i don't think that having to eat a plate of 5400 calories of twinkies pushes you emotionally right because she was like these dares are gonna push you guys mentally physically and emotionally well um it did push that one guy emotionally michael because he was like i've been eating the carb in seven years is it worth it is that what it takes to look like those guys no wonder I look like that's I just do. a lot of twink. I don't know. Could you do that? No, I couldn't eat physically. Any of that stuff. Physically, no, I couldn't do it. You know, I have a fragile digestive system as it is. It's true. But yeah, I think. I mean, they really didn't get into that that much. I think that's impossible. Like, I don't think that Kobayashi could eat that many Twinkies. Well, they did. Um, did they? I think there's I there don't might be know. a conspiracy. Me here. thinks there's some hijinks <laughs> afoot. Uh, here's a conspiracy. All right. So they have to pick up a, you know, they have the mystery snack shack where they have to eat a bunch of food. Um, they have to whisper sweet nothings <laughs> into a giant ear. And Andrew does his fucking British accent yeah, again. But that's not the worst one. The girls are like eating it yeah, up. Yeah, the girls uh, love it. Greg walks over and does some sort of 50 states riff that I didn't understand. So Greg's accent reminded me of you when you had to go to that Derby murder mystery party. Oh, sure. It was Southern. Yeah. 
but I but bad. Yeah, I find those horses to be most arousing. Why don't you bend over and let me show you the fifty states? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't does know. He have an America tattoo. I was or feeling it. Like, I mean, I oh, was there for it. I okay. like that better than the fake British accent. Okay, you liked it when he's like, "We got New York." There's New Florida. Jersey, Florida, Texas. And I also think he was just stalling for time. He yeah. was like, well, I got to talk for a minute. He's like, all right, there's 50. Say, right, <laughs> 50 nifty United States <laughs> from 13 original colonies. Um, Trey and Christian have to wax each other. Yes. I guess all the guys had to do all the dares. Yeah, we only got to see some of it. We got yeah. to see Christian wax Trey's ass. Yep. And so- Christian said, we are a waxy mess, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I've said that before. And then when he had to rip it off, he said, and a one, and a two, and a rip diddly do." <laughs> this part was charming. Yeah, it was. I really found, I really, like, it was, I was upset that Trey decided to lean so hard into that, like, I um, yeah. T- telling Katie because. I agreed with Andrew because everything about this date was great mm-hmm. until Trey was like, we gotta hit her with right. the truth bomb. right. Well, even um, Trey, he said a funny thing later when he was first talking to Katie. He was like, man, I had so much fun on this date. Even when you weren't around, I was having a great time. <laughs> I really just wanted to bro out with my friends um, and get my ass waxed by I Christian. I feel like that happens a lot with the guys. Because uh-huh. I remember Claire got all bent out of shape. Yes. And she was like, if you guys just want bro time... You can do that, yeah. but it. But and then I feel like they were kind of like, well, we kind of do yeah, just one of them. Okay. Why don't you go off with actually Dale? take a hike, Claire? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you head out of the show? So they have to eat peppers and mm-hmm. propose to Katie. Mm-hmm. So they're crying, right? And Greg says, I'm crying because I love you so much. And Katie says, technically, it's the first time Greg told me he loved me. It counts. I'm saying it counts. It's a little desperate, Katie. Yeah, come on, have some pride. Meanwhile, fucking Greg. Greg the egg. <laughs> Trey seems totally fine after the pepper. Yeah. He gives a great proposal. He proposal. does. Yeah, pepper Yeah, very and all. heartfelt. Yeah. All right, we get to the night date where Katie arrives wearing a sequined houndstooth blazer that's also a dress. So, yeah, because the Is blazer... Is this what the kids are wearing? To be clear, the blazer had nothing underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't quite understand. Is it a blazer? Is it a dress? Is I didn't it, quite understand. I feel like it was like Cruella DeVille <laughs> meets like the your worst nightmare from an Alabama game. <laughs> it's uh, made out of 102 Dalmatians, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the fur of 102 dogs. Yeah, I just couldn't quite. It's like a blazer and a dress had a baby i feel like an encounter and had a baby yeah and then she had on a bunch of like giant cocktail rings which i like a cocktail ring but just one she had them on like four out of her whole out of her (laughs) 10 fingers thanos with the infinity stones uh and i feel like there was one more thing that she had on that was weird and now i can't remember it Mm, i think i wrote it down but yeah is this where seattle fashion is going these days I mean, I mean, at least she wasn't wearing like a North Face jacket. I feel like, oh, like that one guy that was. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that her fashion works better when she's like casual Katie. Yes. As opposed to dressy Katie, though you did compliment her poison ivy dress. That I did fun. like that dress. Yeah. I did. Yeah. All right. So um, Katie says tonight is all about the truth. I need you guys to be vulnerable and honest. I was, I actually think this setting would have been better for like prompts 
than the Nick Vial therapy session. Because mm-hmm. I expected there to be truth, like, a truth, truth section. Yeah, like tell me, you know, when's, when's the last person you slept with? Yep. You know, have you ever gone streaking? Whatever kinds of, like this whole thing felt like. Yeah, it I thought the a, same thing. Like, like this know, wasn't truth or dare. Party. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, hey, be honest with me tonight, guys. Um, and then there's this, a thing that I have gotten very tired of with this show over time, where the guys talk about how important the group date rose is. Like, we know we don't need a conversation. It would just give me a lot of validation. Like, if you're getting that rose tonight, it just means she really likes you. We fucking know. That's how the show works. It's (laughs) been 20 years. (laughs) It's been 20 years. Yeah, we do not need this. Like, you can cut this in favor of someone showing some personality. Yeah, but you know, if they cut that, it would just be more talk about Thomas. That's true. That was the only (laughs) non-Thomas Literally, I mean, pretty much. The entire time. So, and... Andrew S. brings out a plate of snack food. Mm-hmm. He says, I hear you like T-Bell. Is that what we're calling it now? Is Taco Bell too long oh. of a thing to say that you must say T-Bell? I mean, it shortens it. <laughs> T-Bell. Listen up to T-Bell, And they're guys. like, yes, foodies unite. <laughs> <laughs> and they toast their little tacos, which was kind of cute. Was this officially taco bell or did some producer have to like rig up some taco that looks real shitty like a taco Mako bell, taco. bell. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just curious if they made somebody like go to taco bell or like got like an uber eats delivered to the middle of the desert i do not know yeah. i do not know questions question that's a cue for courtney right there all right. Um, so around this point in the date night, Trey and Andrew get into it because mm-hmm. there's basically two schools of thought here. There are two competing schools of thought. So one school of thought is Trey saying, Katie asked us to protect her. And if we all feel that Thomas is a piece of shit and is manipulative, we owe it to Katie to tell her tonight, even if it, potentially would ruin the group date or Mm -hmm. take time away from all of us, you know, that, that we need. Mm -hmm. Andrew says she also asked us to trust her and in trusting her, we should believe that she'll be able to point to, to feel out Thomas's bullshit probably sooner rather than later. Um, you know, give her enough, give her enough credit and believe that she'll be able to do it on her own. Like, let's spend this time on this great date, Mm -hmm. getting to know her and enjoying our time with her. That was an excellent summary of the positions. I appreciate there were no straw men positions in there. Mm -hmm. I think you fairly represented Mm -hmm. both men's position. I agree 100% with Andrew. Correct. I did too. I really thought that he made the better case of like, and this is the case that we make all the time when we're yelling at the TV mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is like, she'll figure it out. Right. She's not an idiot. Right. Like Thomas is not going to be the, the guy she picks or the next bachelor. And I do get, I mean, I see both sides because mm-hmm. I also feel like, I mean, truly when Katie came forward in Matt's season and was like, Hey, Victoria is being terrible. Like to some degree, I do think you appreciate that. In a season where it just drags on and on. Right. Um, and I, you know, sometimes we're like, God, if someone would just like sit them down and tell them that everyone in the house hates this person. Uh-huh. So I feel like there's a little more transparency here. And I like that. I just think it's happening a little prematurely. Right. Well, also, Thomas is not a problem. 
Right. Like, like it's unclear. I mean, they say like all these guys have these stories about it being manipulative. But what, like, what is it? What happens? There's this season has been vague accusation yeah. after vague accusation, and I'm going to make a bigger point that I think is it's a trouble with the franchise is they have a real villain problem. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the last great villain that the show has produced? Uh, Luke P. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. Well, Victoria. But Victoria, we complained about her as a villain. She oh, you bad. mean like a villain that we enjoyed? Yes. Yeah, no, because I, I never enjoyed... I mean, I, Luke P, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it, you enjoy the villain to various degrees. Like, to be clear, we hate Luke P. But right. As a villain, like, you love to It was kind of entertaining, yeah. whereas Victoria was just exhausting. Right. And Thomas barely even registers So I feel like Thomas, poor Thomas, I mean, poor Thomas, what a, you know, he might be manipulative. He might be all that they're saying. But I feel like he was like the closest they had to that. So they're like, all right, we're going to run with right, this. Right, we got to make this guy the villain, I guess, because Carl went And then home. it seems like next week it's Hunter. Right. Like, Thomas is gone, so yeah. How the tables turn, Hunter. How the turns have tabled. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm not fully convinced that Thomas is even all the things that they're saying yes. he is. Yep. And I agree with Andrew, like... She's she's a grown ass woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if there was something particularly egregious going on, right? It's not. He doesn't have a girlfriend back home. He's not like saying mean things about her. In fact, he's saying perfectly fine things about right. her. And Andrew is also right. Like they've had a great time. Like they've seen a bunch of dates ruined because a guy like steps out of line and like and and sort of brings up unnecessary drama. So like. Why not just have a good time? Mm -hmm. I'm team Andrew as well. I think that he's right. Mm -hmm. Though, to be clear, Trey in this instance is correct. Like Katie likes this. Yeah. I mean, that I thought that it would backfire. And instead, Katie's like, thank you. Yeah, because I was really like cringing when Trey was about to bring this up. Because he takes a while. She was all about it. There's like a wind up where he's like, I must tell you. I'll say like... I mean, does that make you question a little bit of Katie? A little bit. That Well, I mean, this has been a, an issue the whole time is that she has been a little too trusting of these comments and accusations getting thrown around. Mm-hmm. Like Katie definitely, if this were Salem, like 1692, she definitely would have burned some witches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I heard that Sarah Good is a witch. And she did that last season with Sarah. Remember? Mm-hmm. Like she was, she was throwing fire until like, until it got kind of called out. Uh-huh. And then suddenly she was like, guys, we really need to work on being better. Guys, we can't, everyone has their story to tell. Mm-hmm. We can't judge anybody. Yeah. So I don't know. I think she's been a little, I think that, she, you know, I, it's tough because Carl was just straight up lying. Trey seems to have her best intentions at heart. And, um, it, it seems like she would have been kind of burned by the Carl situation though. I don't know. I also think that Tasha and Caitlin did not help matters. Like mm-hmm. I felt like they were anti-Thomas and were like, burn this shit down. Yeah, right. Get his ass out of here. Yeah. Let's get him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, Trey tells her that Thomas is very manipulative. Um, sh- he says when I came that, that Trey told him, w- sorry, that, that Thomas told Trey, when I came out here, I wanted to be the bachelor, but I felt like what Thomas actually said was like, it was, 
a consideration. It was in the back of my mind. Right. Like That's, if yeah. this doesn't work out, it could go on to me being the That bachelor. was my understanding too. And also that this was like pre-show. Like, so not like day three, he wasn't like, I'm going to be the bachelor. Like pre-show, right. he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, I could be the bachelor. Yeah, if this doesn't, if this work, doesn't out. work out. And then he saw Katie and he was like, ooh, la, la. Uh, <laughs> so Trey tells Katie this and we're expecting her to be like, I can fight my own battles. Right. Like, please leave me out of this petty bullshit. And instead she says, what you have shared is 1000% something I would want to know. So she goes to a producer and she cries. Mm -hmm. And then Andrew, meanwhile, tells the guys, you say you don't want drama, but you spark it. Yes. Correct, Correct. Andrew 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 is the voice of reason around here. He also refers to Trey as Buzz Killington, which I really enjoy. (laughs) It's so far you're a bigger Buzz Kill than Buzz Killington. (laughs) Oh, man, this is the best party I've ever been to. (laughs) Evening, everyone. I thought it would be very droll if we all sat down and looked at etchings. Um, I also liked, um, Katie said to maybe Trey or maybe one of the producers, I'm here for, uh, just to find love to find my husband. I think that is such a simple request. Like, <laughs> I just want a husband to materialize. Is that in so hard? Like, What's Come the problem? <laughs> to find the love of my life? Like, why can't we just do that? <laughs> well, and it's weird too the way they edit the producer conversation. They make it look for a long time like she's talking to no one. Yeah, which is we also like, who very is she awkward. Talking right? to? Is she, has she lost it? Is she talking to herself? Um, so then she comes back out to the guys, and then she brings up the Thomas stuff, and that's when the guys are like, "Oh yeah, he sucks. He's terrible." Once she's like, right. "I appreciate Trey telling me this," they're like, "Oh well, let me right. tell you." Right? I like. I would have told her. If, uh, if she, if Trey didn't. So she gives Trey the date rose. Right. Big confirmation that he made the right mm-hmm. choice. And Andrew is reeling. So here's another issue with this is she wants honesty and vulnerability. This whole thing kind of came up because Thomas was being honest in that circle about wanting to be the right. bachelor. Yeah. And, and then so, they punish him. And now he's being punished yeah. for being honest. Yep. So yeah, it's, uh, you gotta be careful, Katie. Yeah, you've, yeah. you've been burned by that before. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me what you really think. Yeah, I really yeah. want to know. Um, so the next day, Thomas is journaling on the yes. couch. Um, Courtney <laughs> says, I don't think she wants to hear from him. I mean, it's just gonna be a bunch of baloney. Who likes baloney? <laughs> True, Courtney. He's right. He's I not mean, wrong. Who does like who baloney? Likes, find me one person that likes baloney. Um, Katie hears a knock at the door and says that it's the last person she expected mm-hmm. to see, the Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tasha. Um, so Tasha comes to say, I came here to tell you something which I think I owe you. A person from her past has reached out to her specifically because she he thinks that that Katie and this mystery man could be a great match. Um, Katie says, I'm literally in every single emotion right now. <laughs> every single emotion. I'm in Grief. a glass box of yeah. emotion. <laughs> Grief, hysteria, overjoyed. Yeah, every single emotion. Meanwhile, they show Blake, like, face Shadowy like, figure. Shadowy figure suiting up like he's Batman. Which is really ruined yeah. by the many, many trailers yeah. that we saw of Batman. Blake. Who could it be? Yeah, who's yeah. this mystery and man? No one knows. Yeah. 
Um, Katie is excited about the idea of the mystery man, mm-hmm. but she's also wary of insulting the guys and making them angry. To which I say again, sweet Jesus, like, I don't even know who half these men are. Like, right. I get it that if you bring in Blake after what, six, seven weeks of the show, you're going to cause problems. But if the guys get angry about this, they can go to hell because straight to hell. I mean, truly, like we don't even know who half y'all are yet. <laughs> What's true? Well, they all got a real butt hurt when, uh, what was that? They brought those extra guys in on Claire's season. No, about this they time. brought the extra women in on, on math. I season. thought they pulled that same trick on, I guess maybe they did. Claire's season. That's their new trick now to really shake the ants in the jar. Bring in some new blood. And God forbid Heather show up yeah, at the Nema colon. <laughs> well, that was a bad Walking scene. in like yeah. a dumbass, like <laughs> smiling, <laughs> acting like she is such a bad bitch. And then, oof, she got torn down to size. <laughs> got taken down a peg. Um, so Blake and Katie, we learn, have talked through DMs, mm-hmm. and he reached out to commend Katie for her bold personality. Yes, through DMs, yes. And uh, he says that uh, he knew this was the only way. It's the only way. This is the only option. It's like, Heather, like, the only thing I can do is crash your reality dating show. <laughs> yep. It's not that we have a mutual friend mm. that I could have used to introduce us. For the us. last six months. Yeah, right. <laughs> Before the show. Plus all these weird bachelor get-togethers right. that they, they apparently have. Well, they weren't I doing those. Well, they couldn't go to Stagecoach. They couldn't go to Stagecoach. They couldn't all go on that sexy cruise they go on mm-hmm. sometimes. A yeah. sexy new trend <laughs> in the bachelor world. He says, to see you here is like a dream. Yeah, he uh, he has a little bit of a bald patch, I noticed. He does. I noticed yeah. that, too. Yeah, which, yeah. hey, you said, because she's like, he's so handsome. You said that he has a signature look. I feel like he has a unique look. That was it. That was the phrase. He's also yeah. a real mouth talker. Yeah. Like a... It's like a... Yeah. Yeah, he, what that mouth do though? I mean, maybe <laughs> something. I don't, I have pleasant memories from his appearance last. Well, he was season. howling with his dog. I mean, that's always what I remember mm, about him. He got that giant uh, erection on that date. Oh right, remember? And that that like that healing therapist was like, "That's beautiful." Yeah, the shaman was yeah. like, "This is magnificent. It's glorious." <laughs> yeah, and, I the, never and then Tasha promptly dumped him. <laughs> That's it. She for was you. like, "You got to yeah. go." But uh, she saw that boner, and she was like, "Katie, that might be yeah, just no. the guy for her." Um, Katie does not make a decision. She says she needs to figure things out mm-hmm. in terms of whether or not she's going to allow Blake back on or yeah. at on at all, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Thomas stuff, meanwhile, is still building in the of house. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aaron says it's global warming. He's on an ice cap and it's melting every day. <laughs> He's a polar bear out there. <laughs> He's about to go extinct. Um, Thomas says, I feel like I'm doing everything I can to make a resolution out of this. And they're beating a dead horse. Correct, yes, Thomas. I mean, right. God, I don't like the guy. He looks slick as fuck. Right. He showed up in that like burgundy blazer looking like a hotel staff member. <laughs> but I do feel bad. Like, I do feel like he maybe got a little bit of a raw deal. Rumor has it he's showing up in paradise. That is the right venue for him. Yeah, I'll be really interested to see how we feel about him there. He does not need to be the next Bachelor, but paradise is perfect. Because it's either his chance to, like, redeem himself or steer full into the villain. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I like that. So Thomas and Katie finally talk it out. Right. Thomas disappears right before the cocktail party. They do not hug it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The guys say there's no sign of Katie, no sign of Thomas. They start putting two and two together. They're like, wait a minute. Hunter says... Thomas is dominating the entire situation the entire week because you let him. Right. He's just sitting around writing in his journal. He's not doing anything. Lifting weights with Courtney. Right. They're each lifting a 12-pounder. Oh. Um, Thomas says that the best way to have this conversation is to just confront Katie so that she doesn't think that on some level it's true. And I do agree with yeah. that. Well, and he also says it's a damned if he do, if he does. Correct. Damned if he doesn't, which is, which is also correct. Yeah, and uh, he comes to Katie and he says that I had to listen while my character gets demonsterized. Demonsterized. <laughs> oh, buddy. What a great word. I actually, can Miriam Webster add that to the I dictionary? like it. Me too. Demonsterized. Demonsterized. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to I me. I know, right. I, we all knew what he meant. So, it's like yeah, that word I'm that in. Hannah B. coined. And now I can't remember what yeah, it was. She coined some but it was term. like, yeah, that's actually that's not bad. We should make a whole bachelor dictionary we of should. like terms that have been made we up should. in Robin, the course of the can show. Can you do that, please? Can you get and put our names on the front, please, Robin? Uh the guys are feeling pretty good and speculating that Katie might have sent Thomas home. Sent him packing, sent his satin blazer mm-hmm. packing. Who walks in? Thomas. Oh, Thomas. And yeah. they're like, What? <laughs> How is says, this possible? Late to the party, eh? <laughs> Uh, the guys just all kind of start yelling at each other, and finally Katie comes in, and she's she does look really tired. Yeah. She's just kind of like, let's do this shit. Right. She says, I don't even want to say cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and she does look tired, and I think this process is tiring, and I kind of like them letting that through. Yeah. Like, you she's know. Just, I feel like she's just like, fuck right, it. Right. This sucks. <laughs> I hate this. So then uh, Michael... And uh, Katie talk, right? So a few of the guys talk before. Like yeah. Brendan talks. Um, the Basically, the guys all kind of come together and use their one-on-one time to just bitch about Thomas. Mm-hmm. And you can see her. This is what you wanted, Katie. Yep. But then she looks really... She's like, okay, so you hate him too, huh? Right, okay. Yeah. Um, and then Michael shows up. And he's just a breath of fresh air. Oh, I have in my notes, Michael looks like a dad who would go to our pool. Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he does. looks like he doesn't quite belong there. Um, but he's like comforting yeah and you can tell that she's like thank god yeah well and uh, he's comforting even though every time he comes to the cocktail party his hands start sweating Aww. i'm so sweaty i don't know what to do with my hands what do i do with my hands he oh. basically just is like let's not talk about that like right. you know and then they make out yeah well in note she kisses him mm-hmm. which Ooh. is yeah which is important because someone else kisses her earlier and it's like kind of a bad it seems like a bad kiss like some of the ones we've seen you could tell that fucking blake wanted to go in for one (laughs) take it easy buddy cool off bud yeah take a cold shower which apparently he later does because he's completely naked in his hotel room by himself (laughs) 
Um, so are we ready to go to the roses? Let's do it. All right. I got the names. Hunter, Greg. Oh, can we oh. say Thomas does apologize to Katie and the guys? He beforehand. does. He's like, it's I'm sorry late. for wasting your yeah. time. It's yeah. a social media apology. Stuff your yeah. sorries in a sack, <laughs> mister. <laughs> I said I was sorry. You can stuff your sorries in a sack, mister. Would you please stop saying that? Oh, Hunter, Greg, Justin, Brendan, Andrew S., Aaron, Mike P, James, Josh, Courtney, Andrew M, uh, all get roses. Mm-hmm. And then she calls out Thomas. And the guys are like, oh, oh what the fuck? I have the guys look shell-shocked. Thomas walks up and then she takes a step back. Oh, and drops the hammer. Yep. She says, you told me things I wanted to hear, but what I learned about you tonight is that you are selfish, unkind, and a liar. Your bachelor audition ends tonight. Get out. Yeah. So how'd you feel about this moment? I mean, I don't know. Again, I feel like... I'm I'm not ever going to be against a you know a woman having a a nice moment where she stands up for herself. Mm-hmm. Um I don't feel like Katie is necessarily standing up for herself against the right guy here. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I I don't know. I'm not I don't think that Thomas, again, was going to make it that... Well, maybe he would, though. Like, she really liked she him. She did like him. So I'll yeah. say, like, one thing that I respected about Hannah with Luke was she kept him. Even yeah. though she knew that those guys hated uh-huh. him, she liked him. Yeah. And she was attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And she kept him around long enough to where she could really explore for herself whether right. he was right or wrong and ultimately i mean yeah and it did take a long time Mm -hmm. but it you know she made the right choice i feel like katie has not done that yeah and so i agree because with hannah like she knew when she figured it out that luke p was the wrong guy and there's no lingering doubt in her mind Mm -hmm. like i wonder if with katie looking back on this i assume watching it she'd be like yeah i was right but you know it's like I didn't fully get to explore it. It feels a little lazy. Like, I feel like she was letting the guys do work that that she could have done uh, for herself as the lead. And it also almost makes me feel like she doesn't trust herself. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. if she really, like, she kept repeating when they were talking one-on-one, especially, like, I liked you, I was attracted to Mm -hmm. you. But then if she's just going to, like, take this these guys that there were, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. It's a hard situation. I'm not saying sure. she totally played it wrong. No, right. Um, and I think ultimately she made the right decision. She just may have made it for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons. Um, and I, like, again, it's it's a nice moment of, like, girl power, like, get out. But yeah. it feels a little forced. Like, this is no Hannah moving the it podium It felt very constructed. Yes. Yeah, it feels like like a like artificial feminist moment. Yeah. Right? Yep. So our final scene. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, according oh. to the edit, Thomas says nothing and leaves. I don't know if that's actually what happened, but the way it's edited, he just turns and walks out. Might be. Yeah. I believe it. Uh, we get a little addendum. Uh huh. Guess who's in, coda. guys? Blake. Guess who gets that final rose? It's Blake. Yeah. Opens his hotel room door naked. Has to put some boxers and what, like a sweatshirt on? Uh, Yeah, but he, well, he puts his, bo- his like, 
boxer briefs. Yeah. I mean, oh, pretty <laughs> they're yeah. pretty tight. That shaman came and then back he's like, and said, I don't have a robe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oops. <laughs> it's glorious. Um, yeah, he's in. So I'm sure we'll see that play out next yes. week. And then he locks himself out of his hotel he room. He does, which is relatable. Yes. So I guess the one thing, though, it, with Thomas gone, at least this stupid drama is over and we can move on to some other stupid Looks drama. Looks like Hunter is set up yeah. to be the villain He's next the week. the new guy, so we'll see how it plays out, gang. Let's do it. There's a place off Ocean Avenue Where I used to sit and talk with you We were both 16 and it felt so right Sleeping all day, staying up is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.